You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 460 of Podcateers. This week, Super Mario dominates the box office. We kick off March Mayhem in April, giving all the characters eliminated in the first round of March Mayhem a second chance at the championship. More indie merch is announced. New trailers for Star Wars projects and Indiana Jones premiere at Star Wars Celebration. And of course, we continue highlighting the last hundred years of the Disney company with our segment, Great Moments with Mr. Andrew. We'd love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com links and click on the Discord button to join the community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fair godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So that's it. That's going to wrap up the intro. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 460 of Podcateers. Lovely bunch of coconuts. We did it. The, I don't know. I was going to sing the Dora song, but then I gave up immediately. The We Did It song from Dora, you know. The song? We did it. Yeah, that's very good. And then there was the map <laughs> and the Wilson. backpack and the monkey, <laughs> and we did it. A I think that's as much as I can sing. We did uh, it. We did it. I don't know. I remember Swiper no swiping. He was the swipiest, I think. What would Swiper think of TikTok? Swiping up, swiping down, swiping... I don't know. I think Swiper would be addicted to the swiping even more than he already so, is. So much swiping. Swipe yes. up, swipe down. All day long. I don't know. I don't know what you do on 3 a.m. <laughs> swiping up and down. I still haven't gotten TikTok, so... Uh... I, I'm assuming it's just like how all the other ones are formatted. You just swipe up and swipe down. That's it. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Except that with with Instagram, it's a continuous feed, mm -hmm. like a ribbon, basically, that you're just loading and it's just kind of going. Yep. With TikTok, every time you swipe up or down, it's a completely different video that takes up the entire screen. So it's... It's like reels. Yeah, Instagram reels. Yeah. Better? See, all I do is Instagram reels and Facebook reels, I guess. They're probably the same thing. I don't know. But I don't like anything. Yeah, so all. it doesn't know they are. it doesn't know how to, to suggest me videos because I don't like any of the videos. So I get the most <laughs> random, you know, mostly targeted like I looked up Guitar Center on Google and now I'm getting Guitar Center 
TikToks or whatever, or Instagram videos or yeah. whatever. I, I don't know. I'm an old man. I should just get TikTok just to say, like, stick it to the man. No taking a TikTok away from the government or I don't know what. What am I talking about? Aren't they trying to like ban TikTok or something or some kind of dumb thing because stuff? I don't know. They are. Well, it's so the story was I, I don't want this to turn into this huge political talk, but essentially the TLDR is that there was a, a bill introduced that was originally called the TikTok ban mm-hmm. bill. And everybody was like, oh, no, they're going to ban TikTok. And it turns out that the bill is like far worse than just banning TikTok because it gives the government control of pretty much everything online. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll basically be able to keep track of people and eliminate services that get too big after like a specific number or something. There's places where you can read the entire bill. That's not what our podcast is about. <laughs> and I don't want to nope. pretend that I know everything about it. So if you do an internet search for yeah. the Restrict Act, you'll be able to find a lot of information about it right now. So check it out if you're interested. But it, I mean, it is kind of scary the way that it's written to be able to control a lot of social apps. And TikTok was just being used um, kind of as a shield, basically. It was one of the more popular apps right now. And so they were using it as an example, you know, to, to try to take it down. But again, that's not what our podcast is about. Go read up on the Restrict Act, and then you can find out what it's about. It says stuff. here, the party in the um, first part. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to read any of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do want to talk about before we jump into some of the Disney announcements and everything that came over this weekend and over the last uh, week? It's a me, Mario. Mushroom Kingdom, here I come. <laughs> Yo, the Mario Brothers movie, or the Super Mario Brothers movie, is is just taking everyone's lunch in Hollywood right now. I was reading a Hollywood Reporter article, and I still have the article up. Let me me go back to it here, because I want to read off some of the key pieces that they were saying here. So it earned (laughs) earned $204.6 in its five-day domestic debut over the Easter weekend. Uh, including 146.4 million over the three-day weekend, overseas it pulled in 171 million, essentially giving it a worldwide box office tally of 375.6 million dollars in its opening weekend. So now there's a bunch of comments and a bunch of like forecasters saying that. It's very possible that this will be the first film of the year to surpass the $1 billion mark. What do you think about this? It's uh, bananas. Um, I'm just looking at it in compared to the other juggernaut of the year, uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, which actually, I mean, came out at the end of last year. So, I mean, it's still, I think, technically in theaters. Um, it had a domestic opening of $134 million. Uh, that's just, yeah, domestic opening. Uh, <clears throat> Super Mario had uh, 166, 100, I'm sorry, 146 million opening. So it 
beat Avatar The Way of Water by $10 million, $12 million in its opening weekend. Um, so it's uh, it, it seems to be a juggernaut. I still have not seen Avatar or, or Super Mario. I'm sure uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, Mario has made a total of $420 million uh, currently in its two weeks. Or it's six six days. Oh, I'm wow. sorry, six days has been released. Yeah, this article is a day or two old at this point. Yeah, so. it's six days as yeah. of recording this. Can I read like the accolades from? And again, this article is is a couple days old now. But here's some of the here's some of the records and the accolades the film got opening weekend. Okay, so biggest worldwide opening of all time for an animated film, passing Frozen mm-hmm. Two. Okay. <laughs> Second biggest domestic opening of all time for an animated film, passing Finding Dory. Uh, second biggest international opening of all time for an animated film. Uh, Frozen 2 still remains on top, and Super Mario is like right underneath that, basically. Biggest opening of all time for a video game adaptation. And until recently, like Sonic was kind of up there like Sonic was was kind of mm-hmm. holding the video game genre cuz people like the Sonic movies. I like the Sonic movies. I thought they were pretty good. Biggest opening of 2023 to date and that is surpassing Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Top opening in Illumination's history, which was previously held by Despicable Me 2. Fourth biggest global day and date opening in Universal history. That's a hard one, obviously, because some of the films that held the top spots for Universal were Jurassic Park and a couple of the Fast and the Furious franchise Mm -hmm. films. Another record was top five-day domestic opening for a Wednesday to Sunday Mm -hmm. launch. The last film to hold that record was Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. And a top animated opening of all time for IMAX. That's that's yeah. crazy. I think in general I I think sometimes people forget like they they see movies from Disney and Pixar and yeah the fandom is super huge for Disney and really anything under the Disney umbrella but I think sometimes people underestimate the fandom that like gamers have, especially Nintendo fans, and how loyal they are to the product, ranging all the way back to the original mm. NES. Yeah, and it, it I want to say it kind of helps that they had the land open well before this, so that had to play like major into this. But I mean, we know that nostalgia is always, always going to be that number one thing that's going to attract people, and it's Mario. It's I love Disney, but it's Mario. And it's a whole different love yeah. that we have for it. So you know what? Kudos. <laughs> Kudos. Yeah. You know what's funny? Hmm. I I hate to s- I, I I don't know. It feels weird to sound so selective about nostalgia at times, right? Right. Because I guess there's some people that would consider, like last week, right? We were talking about Moana getting 
uh, kind of this reimagining with The Rock and Ali Ikravalo, you know, kind of helming this project. We were talking about how it hasn't been like 10, 15, 20 years like some of the other live action remakes have, have gotten and stuff. But why do people seemingly treat like the Disney nostalgia differently and and we, we can say like, oh, they're overdoing it. and But then we get like Mario and it's like, ah, nostalgia rules. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is it because we're not getting it over and over? Yeah. I, like. It's not in your is face. That what it is? Yeah. I think that's what it is. So it's um Iger brought this up with the whole fatigue talk that we had. I think we're just we just need a break and I think that's what it is. So Mario wins. Yeah. It's so strange because I went like I left that talk with so many mixed feelings, right? Because like I love the Marvel films. I love them enough that I can watch many of them over and over and I don't feel like I get sick of them. When a new product comes out, I think I like the product enough that I don't necessarily feel the fatigue, but I, like I don't know, like I saw the the trailer to the Marvels mm-hmm. and that was a big topic of conversation online. They're like, oh, well, yeah, this looks, uh, it's another Marvel film. Like, we're over it. And I was like, I I don't know. Like, I saw it and I thought, well, that looks kind of fun. It looks like this, like, almost like a buddy cop movie yeah. to me. Like, they're all just going to be having fun, like, switching places and getting angry at each other because they might be in the middle of a fight that they're about to win. And it's like, boom, transport to somewhere else. Like, I don't know. It just it felt funny to me, me like me personally, right? And I'm listen, I am not the biggest Carol Danvers fan. <laughs> and even I thought like this looks like a fun movie. Like I think I could kind of like vibe with this. Right? And no one's going to die. So, woo. There's that. We don't have to yeah, worry about it. There is that. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. And cats. So. Uh, and can- <laughs> yeah, that was a funny scene. Um, man. So anyway, uh, Mario totally ruling the box office right now. Uh, we haven't had an opportunity to go see it. It is on our list to go and watch it. Uh, I did find another drive-in Ooh. to go watch films nice. at. It is far. It is far. I will say that it's much farther road trip than the one that we used to go to. That's that's kind of how I feel. It's basically a road trip at this <laughs> point, but it's worth it. I want to watch this movie, and so uh, probably within the next month or so, we're we're gonna head out and watch it. But yeah, if you've had an opportunity to watch the Super Mario movie, join the conversation over on Discord. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear specifically uh, about the nostalgia factor, like. How do you feel and how do you balance out nostalgia? Like, how do you feel about the Mario thing and the Disney thing we talked about? Because I feel like because of how much is put out, I can understand why it's, like you said, Mel, it's kind of in your face, right? Yeah. And so it, it can feel overwhelming to get a lot of, of that particular product. But also if it's well done, like, I, I don't know. Like, if I get more of the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian is always good... 
I haven't seen the new season because I've been banking it and I've been really trying to stay away from spoilers. Uh, and then somebody's all like, oh, well, we got these two guest stars. And I was like, why? Why? I was doing so well. <laughs> so that was basically my sign to finally watch what's out <laughs> before more of it gets spoiled. Uh, especially considering that uh, across the pond, Star Wars Celebration took place this last weekend, and there were a lot of announcements. We're going to be getting three new movies in the Star Wars franchise. Daisy Ridley is coming back for uh, the film that she's going to be in, and there's already a bunch of people talking about how Grogu has to be a part of this movie. I want to hear from Star Wars fans on this one, because... Uh, I, I guess there's a, there was a lot of announcements regarding characters that are going to be in the other films that are from Rebels. We got a trailer for Ahsoka. We got a trailer for Andor. Um, what else am I missing? What other Star Wars stuff did they talk about? They uh, There's a couple new destinations coming to Star Tours, um, I believe. I think three new destinations oh, right. coming to Star Tours. Uh, I think there was just a couple more trailer announcements for th- or showings of things that we've known about Skeleton Crew. Uh, I think more cast announcements for that. Um, there is another one that I can't pronounce the name of because uh, I am uh, I don't know how to say words. Um, Acolyte, I think. Uh, yeah, another yeah. Disney Plus series. Uh, there's so much stuff out of the Star Wars celebration that it's. It's really hard to to sum it up, but uh, I think the Star Tours announcement is the one that affects me the most and I'm excited for because it seems like those have been kind of stagnant into the last uh, uh, the last Jedi stuff. They instead of like really circulating through everything, we keep getting last Jedi stuff and you know the new movie stuff when they have so many other options. I you know maybe that's not the case, but. Every time I get in there, I seem to be getting just the newer stuff instead of all of the the scenes that they have available. I, I know you talked about it, Andrew, and we had made the comment that with Bob Iger cleaning house, essentially, and cutting a bunch of executives, for a long time, Star Wars fans were saying that Kathleen Kennedy was ruining Star Wars, and I made a comment mm. about it, you know, an episode or two ago, saying, is this the end of Kathleen Kennedy? Is this, like, a good sign for her that she was at Celebration and she was helping with the announcements for all these new projects? Like, does it seem like she's safe from, like, everything that's happening uh, with with the slashing of execs? At I Disney? mean, it... Uh, like I said last last time we talked about it, I, I, I think she's doing a good job. I don't think that um, there's any reason to get rid of her. I know there's a lot of like uh, animosity, maybe from from some hardcore fans or what have you, whatever they may be. People that don't like Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy in general, I don't know. But uh, I, I would I would take this as a definitely. Uh, way to show that we are still we you know disney is still behind kathleen kennedy the decisions she is making for lucasfilm uh the decisions she's making for star wars in general i mean the mandalorian's going great 
I think, uh, you know, I don't, we don't know revenue and all this different stuff and what it's doing, but it seems to be that the Mandalorian is doing just fine and all their other series. I mean, I think Kenobi did great. Uh, I don't think Andor didn't do, do so great, I think initially, but it has a second season coming. I still haven't watched Andor, but I think it got, it was very critically like acclaimed, but I, I like, people just didn't watch it but i think that may be changing i think people might be uh watching that more now which i haven't started but i'll get to it eventually everybody's got a uh, stuff on their list to watch i'm sure <laughs> but i do i do think that um this is a good sign of her uh sticking in her place again like i said last time um we'll be seeing what happens with indiana jones and if this was the 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 correct choice. I I think it, it from everything I've seen, it does look like we're headed in the right direction. So, um, and I always want things to be good. I never want anything to be bad. So, uh, make it good and I'll be happy. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think it, I mean, some people might, but I don't think anybody just like roots for something to be bad. No, I get you. <laughs> I'm totally there with you. Um, I guess, you know, when, when you look at, I don't know. Like, I feel like I see it through a different lens, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've talked about how I didn't grow up with the product. And so for me, it's just, it's films to me, right? And I can only gauge it on whether or not I enjoyed what I watched or not. And like with all the Disney Plus stuff, there's certainly some episodes of things that I've watched that I just, they were a little slow and I just couldn't get behind. And then it would pick up towards the end. Like the book of Boba Fett was a little harder for me to digest than the Mandalorian was. Right. But I think of the cartoons for rebels and, you know, these other products that are now seemingly making their way into live action as a, I don't want to call myself a part-time star Wars fan. Um, As a star Wars fan that didn't grow up with the franchise uh, seeing these characters that like I liked in Rebels coming to live action, that's exciting to me. Like I can totally get behind that, right? And seeing these films make connections with other products that at one point we didn't know, you know, if they were ever going to be like live action, I think that's exciting. Yeah. You know, and to some Star Wars fans, they're going to see that as like, oh, this isn't our Star Wars anymore. But I've said it from the beginning. None of the new Star Wars is for you. It's for the new fan base that they're trying to build for the future. Exactly. They made their money off of you already. <laughs> they're trying to make money off future Star off Wars For your fans kids now. and their kids. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got to right? change exactly. with the times, Grandpa. <laughs> so for me... Uh, I'm definitely excited to see like uh, uh, Ahsoka uh, seeing like Sabine with Ezra's lightsabers like that Mm -hmm. was exciting in the trailer. Uh, Getting Thrawn as part of a live action product, I think is going to be super fun. So I don't know. Again, I think I'm seeing this through the lens of somebody that's not nitpicking it. Like, I feel like I can get like that about Marvel stuff because I'm more passionate about Marvel projects. Mm -hmm. But in this case, all I can say is the stuff looks good and I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. No, the one that I'm most excited for, which I I think it's still very tightly under wraps, is the Rogue Squadron, which is the like space cops TIE fighter thing. 
Uh, yeah, that's the they keep yeah. having in the Mandalorian, which you're not caught up on, but they keep having this one guy. I think it's like kind of backdoor pilot sort of thing where it was in the second season they had him where where they landed on like a like the icy asteroid or whatever it was, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And they're the Tie Fighters or the X Wings. I'm sorry, Tie Fighters, uh, and uh, like helped him when there's the ice stuff, or whatever. They that guy's popped up a couple uh, times here or there through the season. I'm I'm assuming that the, he's going to be one of the main guys in in this Rogue Squadron thing. So it's kind of you know like. When they, you know, they do it on TV shows all the time, backdoor pilot sort of thing. That's kind of how Mandal or uh, Boba Fett got started too. They're like, oh, we're on Mandalorian now. He got his own show. Um, yeah, Ahsoka on Mandalorian now own show. Like everybody is on the Mandalorian and then they get their own show. So yep, it's yep. uh, but yeah, I'm excited for all of this stuff, the upcoming stuff. As long as it's good, I don't see why anybody uh can complain about it. And, you know, not everything is going to be good, but that doesn't necessarily mean that some of it might not be. Like, you know, th- there were bad Star Wars movies before. There'll probably be bad Star Wars movies coming up. Like, you know, and bad is subjective. Bad is is all what your mindset is. Like, there are bad Marvel movies, and then there are good Marvel movies. There's bad Disney animated movies. There's good Disney animated movies. Like... You know, they made a movie mm-hmm. called Dinosaur that nobody ever remembers. Like, that exists. That's one. How dare that's you? That's one of them. I mean, but it's just like an example of people's opinion. Like, you could think it's great. And then another person can think, like, what the heck is that? Like, what was the what was the movie um, Into the Wild? The the Disney animation, like, what was that? Madagascar type movie. Had like a koala. It, it was just like these movies that people forget and it doesn't water down the brand any i mean especially when they make all of these movies it's and shows it's hard to you know give give star wars a chance give it a chance and you know well <laughs> you can just ignore the ones that you don't want to see it's not going to hurt you at all that's true plus we're getting a jedi wookie how much better can it get first we got tactical chewbacca and now Love we have him. a jedi wookie like there, come on, man. How about a come how on. about a droid Jedi? Can that happen? Can we just put a kyber crystal inside a droid, and he can be a d- lightsaber droid? I don't know. We got to come up with something. C three PO is Jedi. There are some robots that are Jedi. I don't think they were born Jedi, like the ones we know of. But well, like yeah, the, I... the Iron Knight droids, I think become Jedi at one point. I don't know. Somebody that's a bigger Star Wars fan, please let us know if there are droid Jedi. I just like how you said the droid was born. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have a born on date, don't they? When they assemble <laughs> them and fire them up for the first time. Assembly, they he- <laughs> hello world. <laughs> you hear the you hear either the Mac or the Windows like dun 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 like in the background. There you go. <laughs> And they fire up. It's like, oh no, this droid is Windows ninety five. So who is C three PO's mom? I guess it's Anakin. It's mom and dad. <laughs> Could be. Uh, okay, so let's transition over to another huge announcement that I know Mel is going to be dying to talk about here. We got an official trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Mel, <laughs> talk about the feels. Talk about the feels. 
Ooh. Okay. So we finally get the trailer officially. Woo. And we get to see a little bit of like cuts of different locations, different places, um, the different characters. But in this, I didn't see Solace. I'm like, it, are they hiding him? I don't know, Andrew, if you saw him. I did not see him in the um, in the trailer. But he was there. Where? So well, I, I, the this is the I, second. I, this is the second trailer. <laughs> the the this is the second oh, trailer. Yes. The first one, Saul is in there, and he's like, rah, 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 rah. he says something, and then this one, the, uh, he's just kind of is like a he he kind of is is a smaller. Uh, yeah, like he's more to the side. That's what I was. It's like, just a, like a, a snippet him. of him because this is the one that's to the what is it the Doors song? I don't remember what song they used in the trailer. Oh, I don't. I'm gonna look remember. it up right now. I, I think forgot. I was just too excited while watching it, and I think I was just, you know, when you're, you're so excited to watch something and it's finally happening, you're like zone out because you've been waiting for so you were waiting for this for so long. Um, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, but I think the part that's kind of that's made me feel like. This is maybe like really, really cool, but really sad. This is possibly the last indie film we're going to be seeing. And to know that John Williams came out of retirement to kind of help out with this is like, mm, I, I don't know. So many emotions. Do you really think it's the last indie film, though? Because I, I mean, think I, so. I, maybe maybe the last indie film with Harrison Ford involved, right? Because probably. But we we've had the talk about who's going to be indie next or who's going to take on the whip. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all know it's going to be Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, it ain't much, that's for sure. So, I <laughs> you would think I mean, he's got nothing after Stranger Things, right? So Ghostbusters whatever <laughs> and I don't know. But anyway, I mean, yeah. there's the the internet's like, well, we've seen Short Round come back. You know, let's do like a movie that takes place uh, 15 years after. And he comes in to somehow take the dust off the fedora, you know, find his whip, da-da-da, find his letters. I say go for it. So Indiana I mean, Jones is dead. Is that is that what this is going on? Uh, in? His stuff is in a museum. <laughs> we will say that. I mean, I'm okay. In the museum. I'm okay with this. I mean, I, I you know, uh, K. Hai Kwan is having a big resurgence right now. Uh, definitely yeah. uh, earned uh, resurgence, but uh, I I think that might be a good way to extend the. Uh, the universe in the Indiana Jones film, like he can, you know, take up the mantle as as they would say. Um, you know, Harrison Ford has said like he's Indiana Jones, and I don't know he's the only Indiana Jones, and it dies with him. And we all know that that's not true. Movies, uh, uh, once you die, uh, you could anything can happen. Um, we don't know. You right. know, who knows if he has some weird contract about who plays indiana jones and something blah 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 
we this is stuff we don't know um but i think that uh <clears throat> if anybody could get his blessing it's kei kwan uh to to make an indie film without harrison ford uh and i think it would be like very like fitting it would be I think there's also precedent for something like this continuing without the main actor because on Disney Plus last year we got National Treasure Edge of History mm-hmm. and it was based on all the stuff that Nicolas Cage did without Nicolas right. Cage, right? It was just a bunch of new characters that were kind of continuing the story within that universe. So who's to say that we can't do the same thing with Indiana Jones or or hear me out? Oh. Or could this be the launching pad that we've needed to launch the SEA projects? Oh. What about Young Sala? <laughs> Young Sala on Indiana Jones or on Disney Plus on Indiana Jones. Coming Joe. to ABC. Coming to Disney Plus. Young Sala. <laughs> young I've been the, fighting the for Young Sala Chronicles. Yes, I've been I've been fighting for Young Sala <laughs> on Disney Plus. Only like I mean, besides like us, like if you just talk to the average person that has seen an Indiana Jones movie and said, who's Sala? They probably couldn't tell you yeah. <laughs> by name. Yeah. Like, so I, he's probably not the best person to base a TV show around, but they've you know done crazier things. Uh, so I don't know. There's, I, I 100% agree. There's, there's a place for stuff in the Indiana Jones universe, even if it isn't. You know, it's titled like an Indiana Jones adventure or, you know, something that's the ride, uh, but, um, a, you know, something along those lines where it's it's uh, parallel stories or, um, you know, uh, tangential stories of of things that like what happened, you know, what's happening at the what if it's just a TV show of uh the college and like indiana jones leaves on an adventure and they have to find a sub for his class and uh indiana jones the college years it's just it's it's just when indy leaves and it's like his sub and you know stuff happens the comedy ensues it's a comedy indiana jones show um I don't. I don't know. There's... As long as they don't do, uh, look. As long as they don't do some kind of reality show where a bunch of people are stuck on an island and it's like Indiana Jones Escape from Mara Island or something <laughs> like that. I think we're okay. As long as we don't break into the reality TV show territory, I think we're okay. It's just like Brand. What? What if? But Hazen. What if it's? Uh, you'd like this. What if it's? Uh, what's that Nickelodeon show? The temple of the whatever the whatever the thing, but it's Indiana Jones, and you got to put the blue monkey together or whatever. I don't know. I didn't watch that show. <laughs> oh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, Legends of the Hidden Temple of the Forbidden Eye. You know what? <laughs> Sell it. Do it. Let's let's go. Disney Plus. This is gold. Indiana hey. Jones and Legends <laughs> of the Mara Temple of Doom. Just Legends of the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Done. <laughs> He's already Done. got Mara. He's got a big old Bobby? head. Like, it's perfect. Expect a text. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, I know there's going to be a ton of people excited about this project, regardless of whether or not we get Legends of the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, a new game show coming to Disney+, Plus, 
or if we get Escape from Mara Island, a new reality TV show coming to uh, MTV, I guess. That's <laughs> MTV2. The, MTV2. That's where all reality TV shows are nowadays, right? Yeah, sure. Or if we get a, a National Treasure Edge of History style continuation or, hey, look, again, this is this is the launch pad for the SEA projects. Throw Jock Lindsay in at the end of, of the Indiana Jones movie. Let it be an after credits scene where you see Indiana Jones coming home from a hard day's work and he just happens to land at this bar and it's Jock Lindsay's bar and then he looks at a picture of, I don't know, Harrison Hightower and he's like, huh, that guy looks interesting. And then just cuts to black. And then that's it. That's what we needed. That was all we needed right there. I don't know. Maybe it's, I'm asking. It's possible. Much. It's anything is possible. Yeah. Or if I text Bobby, should I just text Bobby? Maybe that's what we need. It's been a while since I've had a chance to talk to him. Maybe he changed his phone number. Give it a shot. We'll see. We'll give it a shot. Exactly. All right, before we continue with some more indie goodness, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast for your godparents, and it is their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes possible. Being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls, access to uh, po- the Podcasters After Show that we've posted on Patreon, a special section of our Discord, giveaways, discount codes, all sorts of stuff. If you have any questions about being a part of the FGP Squad family, reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. You can either reach out to us on any of our social networks uh, or you can join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. You can head over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button uh, to join us. But yeah, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. We got uh, a call coming up very soon. So make sure that you keep your, your eyes or ears peeled for the information on our next happy hour call. Uh, let's see. Back to Indiana Jones for a second. Uh-huh. I-, I saw I saw you posting a bunch of Funko Pops. <laughs> a bunch of Funko Pops. Goodbye, money. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I how many of these are you planning on buying, first of all? I have my eye on two. Do I know how much they're gonna be? No. But they're the the two most expensive ones, because they're the larger ones. There's a indie with the boulder running, like he's running away from it. So that's pretty iconic. Um, the other one is indie with the um, the skull placement for the um, Sankara stones in Temple of Doom. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I'm kind of, oh, yeah, there's that. And then there's like 10 million other indie ones and short round and yeah you can't there's so many there's just so many but those two i'm actually looking forward to yeah i mean you know me uh they have a sala so i'm buying the sala um he will go on the sala shelf already in the cart it's in the cart sala (laughs) shelf 
you know, <laughs> it's it's pretty sad when it seems like there's more merchandise of Sala than there is of Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Sometimes it feels like. But anyway, that's definitely on uh, on the purchase list. Um, I do like the other, the scene ones, uh, the, the boulder, the Sankara stones, and then Indy with, uh, with Henry in the, in the, the motorcycle. Um, they're, they're all very cool. I mean, there's a Marion, there's a short round, there's a tote, there's, uh, you know, a few different iterations of Indiana Jones, you know, professor and, uh, you know, in the, the Club Obi-Wan version, like there's, you know, beat up Indiana Jones. He's all like, there's, there's so many different versions of him as well. So, uh, I I'm excited for all of them. I, I don't know, uh, if, if, uh, <laughs> I, I can, uh, justify getting all like 12 Indiana Jones Funkos, but the solo one is, will be mine. Uh, no matter what, uh, if I have to pay a premium, whatever, I'll just pre-order it, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely the one for me. You gotta know it. The Marion Funko, she has like the little tiny monkey. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's so adorable. <laughs> uh, I will say though that being, I I don't even know what to call it, but of the three of us, I'm I'm the least fan of Indiana Jones. Like I like it, but I'm. Mm-hmm like the the smallest fan i guess yeah but man that funko with the boulder (laughs) well i mean i got my own crazy things that i'm a fanatic of right but like even (laughs) i can appreciate these funkos and i like i want to buy the one with the boulder it looks so cool i mean it's it's so iconic to that boulder i mean it's 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 everything it's one of the most iconic pieces of movie making i think did you see that they have um the lounge flies that are going to feature the same artwork also coming out. I have beef with that (laughs) (laughs) because they are charging about $15 more for the same size backpacks just because it's indie. So yes, they're usually about 75 and this one is 90. I'm like, no, I'd rather get my Funkos. (laughs) There's, there's some other like funny stuff that's coming like i always you know they released a lot of different things my favorite thing that i might have to buy just because it's like ridiculous is a salt and pepper shaker set yes that is <laughs> the, those are cool fertility <laughs> idol one okay great fertility yeah. idol and boulder like boulder is the other one it's just <laughs> it looks like a moon like they couldn't have come up with another like okay sankara stones or uh, the ark of the covenant or you know yeah you would it, think anything else a crystal skull for crying out loud but no round boulder no like, <laughs> round boulder salt That's and pepper funny. shaker so and there's also some like tiki mugs which look very cool and also some like fine jewelry um like necklaces and things are these all shop disney products uh some of them i think some of them are shop disney some like there's these necklaces are rock love um then there's like some funko games there's some tiki mugs that are from uh geek tiki um geeky tiki uh so indian the mine cart yeah geeky tiki uh indian the mine cart plus um Oh no, these are different. There's some mugs too. There's all kinds of stuff uh, that has come out. Uh, oh, Geeky Tiki is also making a fertility idol mug. Um, 
so yeah, it's there's a lot of stuff coming. What makes me so sad, like not sad, but every time that they do Indiana Jones stuff, it's always nostalgia stuff. It's not like of all of this stuff that is coming out, there is not one piece of Dial of Destiny merchandise. Uh, you know, not there's yet. not been anything announced for Dial of Destiny. It's all Raiders and, and Temple of Doom. And, you know, there's no Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mentioned whatsoever. Uh, Last Crusade <laughs> stuff. But, they got the memo. <laughs> but, I mean, we got the, the Crystal Skull at, on Shop Disney. But everything is is the same, you know. It's all nice stuff, but it, it is all just the the original three films. And so I do hope that there will be merchandise for the new film because you know the whole like isn't the whole point of the film to like do the stuff for the film as opposed to just like re-up the nostalgia for the original three i i I don't know that's that's my thing with the ride too okay (laughs) can i i want to comment on this because it this this kind of circles back to the whole nostalgia thing with nintendo and you know when is it too much when is it too little sort of conversation right in this case I feel it's appropriate for two reasons. And I actually wish that Marvel would take a page out of this, but it's difficult for them with everything they have going on. Here's my thinking behind this. It's been so long since the last indie film, and I know that it wasn't particularly well-received or as well-received as the other films were. Why not capitalize on the famous scenes, for starters? Mm -hmm. Two, I like the fact that they're not giving away characters and scenes from the new movie the way that Lego and other products have done with Marvel stuff. Because when those new products leak, they give away like key components. Like We've seen Funkos ruin characters. Like We probably knew about... Uh, the new Black Panther or Namor because of a Funko like three, four, five months before it was even announced as part of the film. You know what I mean? So uh, the fact that there isn't any merch for it yet, I think is good. Once the film launches, they can launch the new stuff and great. Uh, You know, then you can have your new merchandise. But this is also good just from your fan standpoint because you're always saying like, "Hey, we don't have enough indie merch." Now you have it. Yeah, they gave it. I to mean, us. I always say we don't have enough Indiana Jones of the Temple of Forbidden Eye merchandise. Is where where my standpoint is. <laughs> there, it is a e-ticket attraction. I will die on this hill. That is an e-ticket attraction has basically no merchandise that is related to the attraction. It's related to the property. That's like, True. I mean, granted, you know, if you go like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example of this, which it's hard. Like maybe Snow White uh, or the Seven Dwarves Mind Train in Magic Kingdom. I don't know what their merchandise is, but I'm sure they at least have something that says Seven Dwarves Mind Train. It's not just all like Snow White plushies or whatever. But <clears throat> in Adventureland, it's all just Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Indiana Jones, Fortune and Glory. Da, 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 da. I, I know people are probably tired of hearing me complain about this, so I will stop. But that that's that's my hill that I'm dying on is this e-ticket attraction that is very beloved does not have any branded merchandise for the attraction. 
they don't have enough space, Andrew. Like they wanted to have more merch for the attraction, but they have all those plastic snakes and fedoras and whips for sale that they can't have any more and merch. and beige shirts, button down shirts and that beige shirts, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep, and like f- like matte photos of Harrison Ford in a bucket, and uh, <laughs> you know we really need more like uh, Lilo and Stitch merchandise at Adventureland. So and uh, you know random stuff from Florida that's in there, and Walt Disney World's fiftieth stuff is in you know the Adventureland uh, stores. It's I'm I'm gonna or, stop. I'm gonna get mad. Or Mickey dressed as Indiana Jones. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I have Mickey dressed as Indiana Jones right here. He's great. But you know, how about uh, Mara? I I mean, they they made. I have like. I'm trying to count. I think I've done this before. Like two officially licensed, three, one, two, three officially licensed temple. Oh, four, four officially licensed temple of forbidden eye merchandise. And that's basically all of it. Oh, five. Okay. Five things. A, a puzzle, two pins, um, puzzle, two pins, uh, my giant Mara, uh, Vinylmation, I forgot what the other... Oh, three pins. Okay, three pins, I'm sorry. So, it's not a lot. And I, I keep... I Again, I keep talking about this. And I have my shelf full of things. And I just wish... Th- You're just passionate. I, oh. <laughs> I know. That's it. I gotta just, like, be less of a dork. It's okay. No, no, no. You know what, though? <laughs> I will say, it is, it is baffling to me that one of the easiest products for them to make for the attraction, especially considering how much Disney loves Funkos, is like a Mara Funko. Like they could release three different Mara Funkos with like each of the different, um, what what is it? The Future, Eternal Youth, and what's the other one? What are they? Observatory? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> riches. Eternal Youth. The Earthly uh, Riches? Earthly Riches, yes. yeah. Visions of the Future. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so... Like, couldn't they release three Mara Funkos with, like, the different projections as the artwork for each of them? Like, that's here. such a simple product. I will, you know I, I mean? will, here, they could make money off of this. They could do a Funko for each door and make it exclusive that they all, like, interact or something. Disney will make bank off of us suckers because I will be calling myself that because I would pay for it. I would pay Here's, yeah. for these things. Here's the thing. I, I, will, and, t- yeah. Yeah. I will take anything. You take that logo, put a sticker of it on a thing and I'll buy it. Like it, it could be like, yeah. a, it's a, it's a temple of the forbidden eye coaster. It's just a picture of Mara, like that, uh, uh, just a Polaroid, like stuck in a glass. I'll buy it. Like I'm surprised there's not posters of the mural that you see when you first enter. Like, like yeah. why a not? mug, oh, a snake, <laughs> a snake <laughs> mug, and it just says Indiana Jones on it. Like our temple of the forbidden eye. Just put temple of the forbidden eye. Those words underneath the word Indiana Jones. And I will buy it. What about it's, a white shirt? Yeah. A white shirt that is in. Or a beige in, shirt. Sorry. Yes. If the beige shirt <laughs> has an embroidered Indiana Jones Temple of Forbidden Eye, I will buy it. If it's a white t-shirt in what Times if it's a New. sticker? Yes. A sticker. I, I love stickers, Hazen. <laughs> I, do you know how I have a sticker collection? I would buy a stack of stickers. Like, I just think it's so bizarre that I have 
two shrunken Ned glasses and a shrunken Ned pin and all of these other things. Like for for uh, like I just. I, I don't know. I, I'm getting way too deep into this, but like, why did they make an <laughs> Indiana okay. Jones Temple of Forbidden Eye fanny pack? Like, why did they do that? I mean, I I love it and I bought it. Like, because why it, don't you own it? Is oh, a better question. No, I do own it. I bought it. He does. <laughs> he does. And they put on it. It just in Marabic. It just says A B C D E. Like they were yes. so lazy. They didn't put anything <laughs> Wait, on it. They didn't. Put an actual message on it? No. <laughs> That's horrible. I know we have talked about it. It was before. lazy. Oh, here, hold on. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not know that story. Here's okay. For for the listeners, <laughs> this is the, I'm holding up the fanny pack. You can look it up. Okay. It says Indiana Jones right there. It doesn't say Temple of Forbidden Eye, but it does have the eye logo medal, you know, the uh the coin. And then we have the indie whip logo and then a skull. And then here it just has A B C D E <laughs> in in Maraglyphics or Marabic, however you want to call it. Wow. And that's that's the fanny pack. I mean, that screen printed on Indiana Jones is embroidered. It's done very nicely, but why does this exist? I do not know. Why does it just say A B C D E? I do not know. It has three zippers. It's very nice, but I I just <laughs> If somebody would just let me be in charge of the merchant, <laughs> I will do it for free. I will I will come up with the merchandise for free for this attraction. Just send me an email. It's, it's just send me any quizneyland at podcuteers.com. Send it to anything. Just uh, if, if, if you want me to come up with the merchandise for Temple of Forbidden Eye, I will do it. It, it's it, it it just baffles me that this e-ticket attraction has has the worst merchandise uh and haunted mansion has like an entire store that has like all of the best things which i love the haunted mansion i love all their merchandise like there's so much that i can't buy like the haunted mansion dog bed and water bowl and uh, you know the cheese board and all this stuff like they figured it out with the haunted mansion they said stick the haunted mansion logo on it and you can make anything like it's then people will buy it. I just I, I don't know. No confidence I'm, in the brand. I'm kind of speechless over the ABCD thing on the <laughs> fanny pack. Oh, don't forget E ABCDE. Because that oh, makes a difference, apparently. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you could have just put Mara. How long ago was this released? This was uh, 2020, 2021, something like that. It was a couple of years ago. But like, why not put, you know, uh, choose wisely or, you know, any of Some the messages, yeah, any of the messages that <laughs> exist. They literally went and just <laughs> BCD. It's the dumbest wow. thing. <laughs> you know who designed this fanny pack? Uh, the same people uh... that designed that Fear the Beards t-shirt with the Duck Dynasty guys oh, this for is, Pirates. This is much better designed, but I was going to say it was a design <laughs> by like uh, Elmo or something. Just need to put the alphabet on there. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I feel like I'm getting wow. way deep in the weeds on this Indiana Jones fanny pack that I own, <laughs> but it's just the most bizarre thing to me. So if anybody out there listening wow. would has a contact that uh, will let me come up with the merchandise for Indiana Jones Temple of Forbidden Eye, I'll come up with it for free. 
uh, and uh, it will be great. And then I will also buy the things that I came up with. You don't even have <laughs> win, to win. give it to me. I will buy them. <laughs> You're like, I would make them myself, but I don't have a merchandising like yes, like I, factory or anything. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to 3D print. I don't know how to model and all this stuff. But I will say, you know, it'd be a good idea. How about uh? Indiana Jones coasters like okay whatever like how about Mara's big head salt and pepper shakers like you're doing like it's these are just you know not good ideas I will work more than four seconds on the yeah. ideas but like why not just the sign you know the sign that everybody knows like make that just like a thing you can hang on the wall yeah why not the map that's in the queue as a poster again like they had that at one point I think or no they had a weird jungle map print the other map as a as a as a thing like some of these things exist on etsy why do they not exist at disneyland just buy them from the etsy people and have a markup like i don't know one we've learned something from this conversation is that we need a 3d printer so mm -hmm. that we can make our own stuff. yes uh because that way we could just design and make our own things but this is i don't know if either of you remember this but uh a long time ago in a kingdom far, far away known as the zoo, which is where I first found out about these machines, uh, they had these things called Moldoramas, mm -hmm. right? And oh, yeah, yeah. essentially, for those of you that don't know what this machine is, is you would pop in your coins and the machine would essentially melt wax or a plastic, inject it into a mold, it would come together and it would sit there for about a minute and it would come apart and and down came an elephant or a lion you know it was this little plastic animal that it mm -hmm. would mold right in front of you what a great opportunity for a moldorama type machine to come back to disneyland it in like Adventureland of all places, which it seemingly fits the best anyway, mm -hmm. and it molds a Mara statue for you, like live. And then they can even make their own version at Imagineering that'll just quickly spray paint it with a couple things, or they can inject it with like a gold-looking, you know, filament mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, yeah. how awesome would it be? The same way that you get your pennies and all that stuff, like to watch this little Mara statue mold in front of you, and what a cool keepsake, right? Speaking of the pennies, yeah. like the pennies and the medallions, like why is there not a medallion machine in Adventureland that tells Temple of the Forbidden Eye medallions, and why isn't there a press petty machine that has Temple of the Forbidden Eye on it? Like, no, if there's a press petty machine, I'm sure it has uh, Tiki Room and uh, Stitch and probably Jungle Cruise or something, like, and Mickey in a safari hat or something, if I had to guess. I don't know. But again, there's just so many lost opportunities. But yes, the, the Moldorama is very cool. I believe in Las Vegas at the uh, the Neon Sign Museum, uh, there is a Disneyland cool. Moldorama there that was in the parks that is still functional. I think you can get a Donald Duck, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, some of those are still oh, functioning. right. They did have that. I think they actually had one of them at the D23 Expo, like in... Like one of the first two expos, I mm -hmm. want to say, is where that they had sounds it. about right. Oh man, I don't know. I think these need to make a comeback. It's it's basically yeah. an early form of three D printing that's super fast. You don't have to wait for the print, right? I'm I don't know. You know, I'm starting to wonder 
when you made the comment earlier about Harrison Ford saying like this is it like nobody can be indie past me like I don't know like how much truth there is to all of that like if he holds the franchise you know in, mm-hmm. in the palm of his hand sort of thing I wonder if if there's any truth to that I wonder if that's why they can't do merchandise like maybe somehow Harrison Ford said I don't want merchandise for this attraction. Like I'll, I'll, you know, you can use the pro- like, but it's not even his, right? Correct. It's, that's the crazy thing. So well, he I ha- don't know. He it- has actually nothing to do with the attraction. Uh, I mean, I think I've told this story before. I think it was on my first episode of Quizneyland because of the Super Bowl halftime show, the Indiana Jones one from 1994, 95. Um, right. The, so the, b- both, uh, the the attraction and the uh, temp and the halftime show were being done simultaneously and so they had talked to Harrison Ford they said hey we have this attraction coming Indiana Jones attraction and we also have uh the halftime show that we'd like you to do and he said I don't want to do the halftime show but I'll do the attraction and somebody mistakenly sent him the wrong script and sent him the halftime show thing and he got upset and he said i'm not doing i wasn't doing the halftime show now i'm not doing either one so the voice in the attraction is not harrison ford i mean it's pretty obvious that's not him uh but uh so he really doesn't have other than somewhat of his likeness um and uh, in the animatronics he has really no ties to the attraction like like uh John Reese Davies is in you know the uh the pre-show uh and uh but the, again Harrison Ford doesn't play Indy in that it's a you know another actor that's why you'd never see his face um so there there's a bunch of stuff where Harrison Ford really isn't tied to this attraction so and they do make i mean yeah, it, they do make stuff like this fanny pack and random pins and like when they did the 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 March Madness um, attraction teams, like they had a, a temple, you know, the temples. They did. Like they, like they use it sparingly. It, it, it's I think it's just my curse of Andrew liking the things that they'll never make merchandise of. It's Indiana Jones, Temple of the Forbidden Eye, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, I, I don't know, again, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was an e-ticket attraction, the only e-ticket attraction for in Toontown for, what, uh, 20 years um, until Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway came, and there is a dearth of uh, uh, merchandise for that as well. Le- like, it's f- for having a store right next to it, the store just sold Mickey Mouse stuff and plates and, you know, Mickey ears and stuff like it, again. I, I think it's just I've chosen to like the things that I will make myself mad about because they will not make things that I can buy of it. I think I think it's just a bad choice on my part, I guess. You know what? We're going to have to figure out how to add Indiana Jones to the next March Mayhem. And maybe and all Indiana campaign. Jones March Mayhem, just all of it. Uh, that I, that that way, I will never lose that way, because <laughs> it's all Indiana. We'll Jones. do what <laughs> we'll do what D twenty three did with with uh, with their version of the tournament, and just do every Mickey possible. We'll do every Indiana Jones possible. There we go. We'll have nice. a bracket of just like <laughs> Doctor Jones and Indiana Jones, and then you're guaranteed an Indiana Jones winner. There we go. Just a different variant. <laughs> exactly. 
We'll set that up. We can come up with March 16 mayhem different... in June or in go. May. Indiana Jones edition. <laughs> One match. Yeah, for in, all well, the whatever month Indiana Jones comes out, I don't even remember. <laughs> for anymore. all the boulders, Is it July. It's June. June. So yeah, June. June. So for June, we'll do a March mayhem uh, in June of just different versions of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we can All come up with versions. We can Indiana come up Jones. with sixteen different Indiana Jones. We have Indiana Jones, like uh, you know, in his white tux. We have Indiana Jones, like with no shirt on. We have Indiana Jones uh, <laughs> hugging short round. I mean, I see also doesn't have a shirt on there either. We have Indiana. You know, there's that we can come up with sixteen different Indiana Joneses. Professor Jones. We have like Indiana Jones tied up on a chair. We have Indiana Jones punches a guy and throws him out the window of a blimp we have it you know there's all kinds of Indiana Jones. you know what we could just do screenshots from the films yeah th- that'll be all Ooh, the contenders there, we go. there you go screenshots of the films you're guaranteed an indiana jones as a winner so that there we will do it <laughs> and i'll just, get the screenshots i'll do the legwork <laughs> just for laughs we'll throw roger rabbit into one of those <laughs> He'll, and he'll still lose, just like March Mayhem this year, and just like March Mayhem in April, he's gonna lose again. Melissa was was very kind and and letting uh, in her bracket having Roger make it to the final round, but then getting I, defeated I by Dory. So I'm sorry. I mean, you know what? It's very kind. I'm sure Roger is going to be eliminated in the first round again, unless everybody listening is very kind to me. I'm, I'm apparently having a crisis in this episode about uh, things that I can't buy. So. Why not also just uh, be be kind and vote for Roger Rabbit? <laughs> oh man, you know. Speaking of March Mayhem, uh, we we're officially in it now. We've uh, officially kicked off March Mayhem in April. So far, we've had a couple of bra- brackets submitted. So a couple of predictions uh, have gone up on Discord. Uh, Mel posted hers as well. Uh, I was I, I still can't decide who I want to win the whole thing. I think I'm gonna post mine uh, within a day or two. But yeah, it, it's it, this is fun. Some of those matchups uh, I feel are some people are just gonna like skirt by, you know. And then there's others where I think Brian had like Tony Stark against Thanos, you know, yeah. in the <laughs> in the end for his prediction and. You know, in true MCU fashion, he has Tony Stark winning over Thanos and and, and winning the whole tournament. Listen, if that bracket turns out to be true, man, I I might just cry. I might just cry. If Brian nails this one, (laughs) I might just cry. Uh, Like you, Andrew, you don't choose popular attractions. I apparently cannot choose a winner for March Mayhem to save my life (laughs) because every single one, I think, with the exception of the ghost host, I did really well with the ghost host. Uh, That's been the only time I feel like I've made it, uh, you know, a few rounds in. But usually I get knocked out in the first round. (laughs) So I'm really bad at doing these. But we officially launched it. 
join the voting over on Instagram in our stories. If you join us on Discord and you post your prediction bracket, you will be considered for a prize at the end. You will, We give a prize for anyone that guesses the, the winner. And also, uh, if we don't have an exact winner, we look at the brackets and we award a winner based on who came the closest to getting their winner uh, uh, up to the end of the bracket. Somebody will get a prize. Somebody will get a prize, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. And for March Mayhem, Brian, FGP squad member Brian, took the prize for that one. So, yeah, super fun. And then, you know, I guess we have a June <laughs> March Mayhem coming up with scenes from Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> June Mayhem. It's uh, I- I'm going to come June up with May- a snappier title, but uh, if I don't forget, it'll be March Mayhem in June. But I'm going to come up with Indy in March. I think... M- Raiders March Mayhem. Ha-ha, I, think, I did it. Ha-ha-ha-ha. I did it. I came up I with think wow. anytime we do any March Mayhem in a different month, it should just be March Mayhem in the month we're doing it. Yeah, but we're calling it, <laughs> it's called Raiders March Mayhem because of the song. Raiders, Raiders March Mayhem. Raiders March so We'll Mayhem. cross it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Raiders March Mayhem. Easy. All right. Well, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on all this new merchandise. And what are your theories about why Indiana Jones doesn't have any merchandise? Because, like Andrew said, it's a it's an e-ticket attraction. You would figure that there would be merch for an e-ticket attraction. And yeah, we do have fanny packs that teach you your alphabet. And we have whips and white or beige shirts or Mickeys dressed as Indiana Jones. But where's the true temple of the forbidden eye merchandise why do you think it doesn't exist join the conversation and join the community over on discord we'd love to hear your theories and your thoughts and let's continue the conversation there uh oh by the way before we move on um the the funkos you said you didn't know how much they were going to be those two big funkos with the boulder and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with the uh Sankara the other one stones, yeah. they're going to be 35 bucks not bad. They're thirty four ninety nine a piece. Yeah, I found pricing for it. So, uh, let's see. Rogers the musical is officially coming to California Adventure. We got the announcement weeks ago. Uh, we had that really cool teaser with Peggy Carter walking towards the Hyperion, and the internet collectively lost uh, its breath about it. <laughs> and we have an opening date now. The 30-minute show will be opening on June 30th, 2023. Nice. We got a date. We do. I know. It's exciting. From, from teaser, from Hawkeye to this, to speculation, to wishing, wishing very, very, very hard into the universe, it's here. So that's really cool. However, limited run... Nah, it's not going to be limited run. There's no way. This is going to be way popular. What do you think it's going to run? At least a year. At least. You think so? Totally. There's no way. Look, if everybody was clamoring for this, when we saw a small little scene in Hawkeye, that's all we wanted to see is the show. How can they not bank on that? So limited run? I don't think so. I I don't want to be proven wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm going to shut up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to tell uh, because we haven't seen anything. It does look like, based on concept art, they are reusing the basic set 
uh, proscenium and everything from Frozen, Live at the Hyperion, those kind of curved, uh, tiered uh, uh, leg and border, false proscenium, whatever you want to call them. Uh, it, it, in the concept art that we've seen, it makes up the shield kind of thing in the background. Uh, so that that is... If you remember Frozen Live at the Hyperion, it was the same same deal. They projected on it, uh, and so it, it does seem like they are uh, cutting more corners than like when they did when they replaced Aladdin with Frozen. They took everything out of Aladdin and put completely new in for Frozen. And I can see them doing this because they did spend a lot of money on Frozen. Uh, big companies were involved in this. Tate, uh, other production companies that make. Uh, a big Broadway stuff. Um, so I, I can I can see a world where the frozen staircase is used in this just being redressed, um, things like that. Uh, so uh, it's hard to say, but I, I think one of two things happens. It it uh, well one of three things. I mean, in a, I guess there is a world where it just kind of closes. Uh, kind of debatable. Uh, another one, it just uh, runs for a while. And, you know, it just keeps getting extended, extended, or it proves itself that it is uh, worth, you know, it's what people want. It goes under refurb and they expand it to its intended, um, you know, a full production, not a full production, but like scenery and things that that are purpose built for it. So um I, I do think that it'll probably be a limited run. I do think a year is probably a good um, marker, but again, they might cut it before Christmas. Uh, you know, the, which would be a poor thing to do because these the, adding attractions and adding shows and everything is just another way to increase uh, capacity, quote unquote, or just get people out of the street out of other attractions it 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 spreads people out so there there's uh, no good reason that i can think of why they should only have this a limited time and uh uh and then get rid of it yeah yeah i feel like at some point they're just gonna like you said they're gonna realize oh this is doing really well we don't have anything else on the docket let's just extend it um but you know they I, I think we've I think the reason they call it a limited engagement is because they they're never sure how mm -hmm. something is going to hit right and so definitely if it, it if it's just not popular yeah. they get rid of it and then they're like well that was our plan the entire time but if it blows up they keep extending it and you know they're our heroes because they keep extending it so uh, it is half the running length of Frozen live at the Hyperion so. I guess the, the advantage would be that they can get more shows in throughout the day. And depending on how much the set changes throughout the show, um, they may not have to do too much of a reset. So they might be able to do more shows. Uh, and especially in the summer, like you said, an air-conditioned place is much nicer than sitting out in the sun, you know, waiting for, for an attraction or something. So... Uh, I'm eager to see what the show is going to be like now that we have an opening date. Uh, I'm sure that there's going to be cast previews and there's going to be tons of videos on YouTube about it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to keep an eye out because I, I 
I'm just going to want to watch it at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, lengthwise. I mean, it does make sense that if, if it's, you know, Aladdin, a musical spectacular was 45 minutes. Frozen was 55. Uh, this is about 30, as they're saying. Um, so in theory, with you cutting those minutes down, you can fit one or two more shows in. It all depends on, uh, you know, union regulations and yada, 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 and breaks and, and things like that. But uh you know aladdin they would have two casts throughout the day and you know yeah trade off you know main characters and different things and uh ensemble would be the same sometimes and sometimes they wouldn't so it all is you know budget things and however it plays out but i can see them in theory you could fit easily eight to ten shows a day at a 30 minute uh uh you know probably eight at the at the maximum but you know, uh, Aladdin was running and Frozen was running four, I think, at the most. Four yeah. to five, five is the most I've ever seen for Aladdin in a day. So if they can get it up to six, maybe eight, because Aladdin they wouldn't start until I think noon or eleven thirty would be the earliest show, and sometimes the last show would be at six fifty five. So it's it's all just yeah, it's well, we'll wait and see. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're getting close to the end of the episode. I think now is a great time to dive into some of the history of the Disney company over the last 100 years as we're celebrating the Disney 100 celebration uh, with our segment, Great Moments with Mr. Andrew. Mr. Andrew. That's me. It's time to take it away. Yeah, I mean, it seems like I've just been nonstop talking for however long we've been recording. So how about a little bit more me? Why not? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, we got a couple of short ones. Uh, we'll see. So our years are 1951 and 1952. So uh, for films in 1951 on March 29th, uh, the Academy Awards an Oscar for short subjects documentary to the film In Beaver Valley. On July 26th, Disney premieres the animated feature film Alice in Wonderland in England at London's Leicester Square Theater. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, and on July 28th, it releases a true life adventure film uh, Nature's Half Acre and Alice in Wonderland to theaters in the U.S., um, also this year, there are 20 new uh, animated shorts r released and uh, three re-releases. Um, other notable things in 1951, uh, Walt assigns Ward Kimball to direct the first CinemaScope animated film, Toot Whistle, Plunk and Boom. Uh, and the CBS uh, TV network airs the special The Walt Disney Christmas Show on Christmas Day, sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. Birthdays for... 1951, January 30th, Phil Collins, Fe February 10th, Bob Iger, March 17th, Kurt Russell, uh, April 18th, Imagineer Bruce Gordon, uh, May 30th, actor Stephen Tobolowski, uh, June 9th, James Newton Howard, July 21st, Robin Williams, September 5th, Michael Keaton, September 25th, Mark Hamill, October 2nd, Sting, November 9th, Lou Ferrigno, and December 29th, animator Andy Gaskill. That brings us to 1952 uh, for films in 1952. On February 13th, the True Life Adventure film The Olympic Elk is released to theaters. Also in February, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is re released again into theaters. On March 20th, the Academy Awards an Oscar to the True Life Adventure film Nature's Half Acre. 
On June 26th, they released the live-action film The Story of Robin Hood and His Merry Men. They also released the true-life adventure film Waterbirds to theaters the same day. It was uh, That film was made in cooperation with the National Audubon Society and the Denver Museum of Natural History. This year, 17 animated shorts are released. Uh, this year is also where we start getting our first real tastes of what would become Disneyland. Uh, so on March 27th, the Burbank Daily Review reports on the first public announcement of a proposed $1.5 million development called Disneyland at the corner of Riverside and Buena Vista Roads in Burbank. On April 3rd, Walt Disney submits a sketch of, quote, Fairyland to the Recreation and Parks Commissioners on Riverside Drive between Disney Studios and Griffith Park. And on December 16th, 1952, Walt Disney Incorporated, the Wed Enterprises Company, to develop ideas for a, quote, family park to be called Disneyland. Other notable things to happen in 1952. Disney makes a deal with Columbia Pictures to reacquire 50 cartoons they still controlled from their 1930s distribution deal. Uh, for the first time, this gives Disney the sole ownership of all Disney Studio productions and characters. Uh, Walt Disney directs storyboard illustrator Ken Anderson to begin building a series of miniature 3D mechanically animated scenes to be transported on a train around the country. This project is called Disneylandia. Uh, the Wonderland Music Company was formed to publish music. And the at the Los Angeles Pan Pacific Auditorium, Walt Disney briefly displays a model of Granny Kincaid's cabin, which would be part of Disneylandia. The display is quickly removed as soon as it is determined that the public likes it. And we have our birthdays for 1952. March 22nd, Bob Costas. April 10th, Steven Seagal. Uh, April 16th, voice actor Billy West. May 14th, Robert Zemeckis. May 21st, Mr. T. June 7th, Liam Neeson. June 18th, Carol Kane. June 20th, John Goodman. July 1st, Je Dan Aykroyd. July 17th, David Hasselhoff. July 18th, Patrick Swayze. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. August 18th, Patrick Swayze. August 27th, Paul Rubens. October 22nd, Jeff Goldblum. October 28th, Annie Potts. November 3rd, Jim Cummings. November 14th, Bill Farmer. And November 15th, the cream of the crop, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> uh, and so that has been uh, your great moments with uh, me, Mr. Andrew, for the years 1951 and 1952. I didn't know that uh, Bobby was... Uh was born that year in 51 right uh yeah 51 51 mm -hmm. well bobby uh we can officially call this a shout out from podcateers yay yay <laughs> the cream of the crop the cream of the crop 1952 <laughs> macho man <laughs> i had to put that one in there but he was a um, bolt wasn't he i i will find it that's probably are you kidding I mean, me really he was I, in I mean, he was in he the was Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, which well, right. are technically in... kind of Marvel movies. Kind of. But he he voiced a character in Bolt and in one of the Cars projects. Today I learned. I will, with a crop. <laughs> I will tell you. Give me one second. Macho man. Yes, he, uh, he voiced thug actor in Bolt and El Machismo in Cars Race-O-Rama. Which is a video oh the game. game the game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, Randy Macho Man Savage is officially Disney canon. So yep. there you go. <laughs> That's wow. what a way to end the episode, right? With the cream and a yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That no better way. So that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Ooh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>